Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Dairy Sports Podcast. We are back with almost a two-month absence. It's good to be back. Hope you all had a great holiday season. Um, hope you're all having a happy start to your new year so far. Um, I'm your co-host, Sam Dairy. With me, as always, is my other co-host, Christian John. Um, and the Packers are in the playoffs. Had the first round by, um, and now we're hosting the Rams um, tomorrow. So we're going to preview this game for you. We're going to start off by talking about some players to watch from the Rams, starting with their offense. Um, so I'll start with you, Christian. Is there what specific player are you looking for um, to have a game? And now before before I start, um, just in case, because Cooper Cup is questionable. Um, so it'll be interesting. So they, we may or may not see Cooper Cup in this game tomorrow. Um, so Christian, who is one guy on the offensive side of the ball that you are looking at? I mean, it has to be Cam Akers, right? Like, the Packers have obviously had their struggles in, I mean, the last, like, 10 years against the run. And Cam Akers is coming off a big game against Seattle. So, yeah, I'm definitely looking at Cam Akers as a guy who could have another big game, who could really wreak havoc on this Packers defense and keep this game tight. Yeah, I agree, and I think another thing to, another thing to point out is um, a lot of the D-line as of yesterday or two days ago have not practiced. I think Kingsley Kiki was the only one um, that was practicing, if I remember that correctly. Um, no, Kiki's doubtful, actually. Okay. Play, so. But I think it's a lot of – it's either Kiki's the only one that's hurt or there's a lot of depleted um, D-line. I like that pick. Um, Cam Akers to start the season was okay, um, but now he's really starting to come around at the right time. And you just brought up, I mean, even last week um, against the Seahawks. Um, the Seahawks have a depleted offensive line. Their defense isn't as good. Um, and you and I have both had conversations about this team. I, have, I do not understand how that team was contending. Um, I don't think they played like a 12-4 and four team. Um, but... Cam Akers is definitely a good pick, and I think it has to be Cam Akers. I think regardless if Cooper if Cooper Cup was playing, I think the Packers have the secondary guys like the all-pro snub and Jair Alexander um, to beat that. And I think Cam Akers, to me, is the obvious one. Um, I'm not a big fan of Jared Goff. Um, I think the Packers have the defense. Um, I think they have the defense to apply the, the ambient amount of pressure to Jared Goff, but I'm definitely going with Cam Akers as well. Yeah, and I, again, like you said, I, we have the secondary, and Goff, I think, is another huge factor. I mean, you know, typically a player to watch is somebody you think that could have a big game, but I think Goff is a player to watch, too, just to see how he's throwing the football, because last week it was not good. Like, it, it did not look right. That's not how a quarterback in the NFL should throw the football. His thumb is clearly very messed up, and a quarterback playing like that against a team as good as the Packers, it's going to be tough. And that's the thing, too, is, like, golf was really hot to start the season. And I think the Rams, I think we can all, I think I can speak for myself, too, is the Rams have really surprised the season. I mean, going into this season, we all thought, myself, I should say, a lot of people, including myself, thought this was the Niners' division to lose, but the Niners were depleted with so many injuries. And Goff, I think, is the type of quarterback where you, like, which, which Jared Goff is going to show up? Are we going to get the Jared Goff that we saw 
at the beginning of the season. And we, we're thinking, wow, like the, I can see why maybe Sean McVay has all the faith in the world in him. I am not high on Jared Goff at all. I can name almost 20 quarterbacks better than Jared Goff. He's an overpaid quarterback, in my opinion. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, he he's hurt. I mean, there's a reason why Sean McVay waited until this time to until yesterday now to announce the starting quarterback. Um, I don't know how John Walford was even questionable. Um, that was an ugly hit. Um, ended up in the hospital um, after during that game, actually, with the neck injury. Um, and Jared Goff is starting, um, but Jared Goff has definitely been up and down. Um, and we don't know. We're not going to know which Jared Goff are we going to get. If we're, if we're going to get the Jared Goff that we saw in the beginning of the season, this could be a competitive game. And I think a lot of people are saying, and I shouldn't say I think I know a lot of people are saying this. They're not as worried about the Rams because the Rams are banged up, which is true. But this is going to be one of, if not the toughest secondaries that the Packers have faced all season. And going over to the Packers, is there any player on the offensive side of the ball that you're looking at um, for the Packers? Yeah, I, I would probably have to say so one of the secondary receivers for the Packers, whether it be Alan Lazard or somebody else. I mean, I, I Adams is going to have the toughest game he's probably had all season long facing off with Jalen Ramsey. So one of these other guys is going to have to step up, whether that's MVS having a 70-yard touchdown like we all know he can, or Alan Lazard having a solid game. Like, just somebody else is going to have to step up in some kind of way. We can't just solely rely on Devontae Adams in this one based on his matchups. So it'll be interesting for me to see all the other wide receivers and even guys like Tunyon. I mean, if Robert Tunyon has a big game, I think that'll help out with Devontae Adams too. Yeah, and even outside of Jalen Ramsey, Troy Aikman even pointed it out last uh, last week's game um, against Seattle. I mean, outside of Jalen Ramsey, you're seeing guys like John Johnson, John Johnson the third, and Jordan Fuller really step up, and Troy Hill. I mean, so they, th- th- this is a really young, outside of Jalen Ramsey, it's a really young and up-and-coming secondary, and there's a reason Brandon Staley is getting um, – head coaching attention and the Eagles have been one of those um, have been linked to um, have been one of those teams linked um, to Brandon Staley. Um, I'm going to go Robert Tonin, the guy that you just mentioned. Um, I didn't get the chance to read it um, yet. Um, he did write a, an article on um, the players tribune. I believe it came out yesterday. Um, and I, I've always said outside the quarterback position, the tight end is arguably one of the toughest positions to learn in the NFL. Um, he went undrafted. Um, Tanya was by the line or signed with the Lions, but Tanya has really come out on top this season. Um, he's really been a guy that has really done well blocking, used his body to his advantage. Um, and I mean, outside of Aaron Donald, and when, once we get to this defense, I want to play this game that I play with my other co host on the Title Town show over on Sportscaster. But, um, outside of Aaron Donald, there are pieces to that defense, and Leonard Floyd has been a guy that has come out on top, and he has been one of their leading tacklers i think he is their leading tackler actually or one of their he is one of their leading tacklers if i'm not mistaken um but i'm gonna go robert tonin and i i think it's i think it's very similar to what you kind of alluded to to other secondary receivers like mbs or even alan lazard um and, and i think robert tonin not only has he come around at the right time but he 
been arguably very consistent all season and also a Pro Bowl snub. He should have gotten in over Evan Ingram. Um, but I'm going to go Robert Townsend on this one. And going over to the Rams defense, we're going to play this game, and we're going to pit, we're going to play this. Um, pick a defensive player to watch, not named Aaron Donald, and I'll let you start, Christian. You actually just mentioned him, and that's Leonard Floyd. He had a huge game last week against the Seahawks, and you know he was their big free agent acquisition of the offseason. This is why you go get guys like Leonard Floyd, right? As for games like tomorrow, if Leonard Floyd has a big game. He can totally change the complexion of it. He can make Rodgers uncomfortable. He can force him into, you know, even possibly turning the ball over, or he can single-handedly stop drives by getting sacks. Right? You go out, you spend money on guys like Leonard Floyd for days like tomorrow, and Leonard Floyd proved last week that it was money well spent. Now the question is, can he show that again against the Packers offensive line? And that's what I'm really excited to see. Yeah. And I think that's a great pick. And I wouldn't even say not just last week that he's shown it, but he's shown it all season. I mean, he's finished with, he's had a career year. I mean, he's been well with the bears. He's been consistent with the bears. Um, gotten better almost every year, but he's got 50 combined tackles and 10 and a half sacks. Um, so like I mentioned, he's one of their team leading tacklers and Aaron Donald, I think might end up with defensive player of the year. I think he should. Um, but I'm not going to pick the same one. I think Leonard Floyd is an obvious and a great pick. I'm going to go with Jalen Ramsey and we're going to preview this in just a bit here. Um, Jalen Ramsey over Devonte Adams. There's a guy from pro football focus that said, um, in a matchup with Jalen Ramsey over Devonte Adams, give me Devonte Adams. I mean, Devontae Adams has played like the best wide receiver in football this year. Um, I've always said that DeAndre Hopkins is on a whole nother level, which he is. Um, I think Devontae Adams, I think Devontae Adams, I would personally put him um, as a number two receiver. But the way he's played, he's really narrowed that margin. Um, I think he's the best route runner in football. Um, but this, you said this a, a while ago, and you're absolutely right. I mean, this is his toughest matchup. Jalen Ramsey's one of the best corners in football. Um, he's arguably a top five corner, maybe even a top three. Um, but it's going to be interesting to watch. I mean, I I almost want to say the entire Rams secondary because outside of Devontae Adams, um, we never know which secondary receiver in the Packers, Al Lazard or MVS. We never know which one of those guys shows up. So I want to say the whole Rams secondary, but um, I'm going to go Jalen Ramsey on this one. And there's a reason why they paid him. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, those are, and like you said, I mean, to preview that matchup, this this is what the playoffs are all about, right? Like the best of the best facing off. And this season is, it's pretty easy, in my opinion, to make the argument that this is the best wide receiver going up against the best corner from 2020. Like these are the two guys they're going to face off and we're going to get to see, you know, which one of these guys is better because Adams is known for killing guys off the line. He's known for his footwork. Jalen Ramsey's an absolute dog at the line. I mean, he's got, he's got everything you want in the corner and he's been tremendous this year. Like I'm so excited to see these two. It'll really show you which one is really like the upper echelon, you know, because Devontae Adams called Jalen Ramsey super elite. 
But if you can get, you know, even six catches for 75 yards and a touchdown on a guy who's super elite, what does that make you, right? Like, that's what I'm excited to see because Ramsey has shut down DeAndre Hopkins both times they played it. So if Adams, this is Adams' chance to really show that he is the best of the best. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't necessarily say a chance that for other team to, for other fans to take him seriously, but if he has a good game, like a similar stat line to 75 yards or 100 yards and a touchdown, is he in the conversation for the best wide receiver in the league? I mean, I think the way he's played all season, um, at, at well des- along with the well-deserved All-Pro, first-team All-Pro, I think he's really narrowed that gap between the number one wide receiver. And I mean, maybe sure you can maybe say I'm biased, but I don't like to. I like this. I don't like to call myself a biased Packer fan. I'm still putting Hopkins, but I mean that that gap is really narrowing. I think Adams is arguably the best wide receiver, or one of, or the best route runner in football. There's a reason Chad Johnson a few years ago was in tears um, because of his route running skills. Uh, I think that that came up on my feed a while ago on Facebook. Um, I think like last week, um, it was like a memory. Like, I think I saved it or something. Um, that Chad Ochocinco was in tears because he said, this man is special. Um, so I think that's going to be, that, that, that's the matchup everyone's watching. And yeah, the Rams are depleted, but we both kind of really alluded to, I mean, this, if Devante Adams really, if Devante Adams has an impressive game, and gets involved. Rogers gets him involved. This is going to be a very, very close wide receiver one um, conversation. I'm still putting Hopkins, but I think Adams is definitely number two. Let's go over to the defensive side of the ball for the Green Bay Packers. I'll start with this one. I'm going to go Jair Alexander, the All Pro snub, um, and I, I think especially if Cooper Cup is out. Or if he plays, because if Cooper Cup is playing, Cooper Cup is banged up. Um, I would imagine they're going to put Jair over Cooper Cup. Um, Cooper Cup did get the well-deserved extension over the offseason with the Rams. Um, and Cooper Cup hasn't been bad. Cooper Cup has been very consistent, um, not only throughout the course of the season, um, but throughout the course of the career, of his career, um, young career so far. Short career, I should say. Um, but especially if... Cooper Cup is not playing. Um, I think we could have a very, very almost, I don't want to say easy day for the secondary, but Cooper Cup to me, if Cooper Cup is not playing, that is a big load off of that secondary for the Packers. We've seen a little bit of Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby hasn't been terrible. Um, but I think the other guy that they're going to line him up against is Robert Woods. Um, we might see a little bit more Van Jefferson involved because I think Van Jefferson is the future of that wide receiver rookie out of Florida, r- future of the wide receiver core. But I'm definitely going Jair Alexander on this one. Yeah, I mean, Jair is obviously always for the Packers, one of those guys to watch, just like Jalen Ramsey is to the Rams. I think that's where Jair has now gotten in his career. You put you have to put him up there. But for me, I think it's Kenny Clark. I would like to see Kenny Clark have a really good game in this one. Just because, A, I think, like I said, Cam Akers is somebody to really watch in this game. So I'm hoping Clark has a nice game, gets it really rolling in the playoffs here, and can put together a nice stretch of hopefully three games. It, it would just, I think 
the defense at times can just start with Kenny Clark. And if Kenny Clark is getting pressure, it makes it easier for guys like Rashawn Gary, Zedarius Smith, and Preston Smith. So it it can all really start up top with Kenny Clark, and I'm really hoping it does starting tomorrow just because it it makes it that much easier on the rest of the defense if a guy like Kenny Clark is absolutely getting in the backfield every snap like we know he can. Like we know – you know, he got that extension. He deserved that extension. Now go out and earn it, you know? Yeah, I was hoping one of us would bring that up, would bring up Kenny Clark, because um, he's kind of had a quiet season. And even Mike Pettin was saying a few weeks ago um, to the press that Ken, this was this has been the most frustrating season for Kenny Clark. Um in terms of his consistency and in terms of, you know, trying to stay healthy, because we've seen Kenny Clark has been banged up. Um, but a lot of it is minor injuries, luckily. Um, but, yeah, I, I like that pick a lot. And I'm really hoping we see Kenny Clark come around at the right time. Um, and you even even Kenny, or Kingsley, the fact that Kingsley Kiki is doubtful. Um, I'm, I'm very intrigued to talk about the offseason, um, hopefully after Rodgers gets his second ring with the Packers. Um, but. Montrevious Adams is another guy to watch. Montrevious Adams is up, um, and I can see him getting a deal very similar to Tyler Lancaster. Tyler Lancaster, um, I want to say he's making under a million. I, I think he, I'm pretty sure he's either, he's either making under a million or his incentives add up to a million. I want, I, I think he's under a mil. I think he's just under a million, um, but a one year deal. Tyler Lancaster, to me, I think you were, I know you're not a huge fan of him because we picked like surprising guys to start the season or over the summer on guys to get cut. Uh, I think you had Kingsley Kiki, or I'm sorry, you had Tyler Lancaster as one of yours. I think there's a strong chance Dean Lowry might not make the roster. And I was talking to one of my friends yesterday, like, look, there's three, three of these extensions. Nick Perry, well-deserved extension, didn't live up to it. Mike Daniels, well-deserved extension, didn't live up to it. Dean Lowry, well-deserved extension, has not lived up to it. And I think another player to watch in the offseason, we don't need to get too deep into this, is Preston Smith. Because Rashawn Gary and the rest of that draft class from last year, from 2019, is really, really starting to come around. Um, and I have always been on the Rashawn Gary side, and you know that. I mean, obviously there's guys that I would have rather had, like Brian Burns, um, who's been an absolute stud with the Panthers. But um, there's a reason that, I mean... Rashawn Gary is one of those guys that one of the perfect examples why you can't judge one year. I mean, one, I understand that this torn labrum affects certain positions more than others. Jonah Williams was sidelined for his rookie season. Rashawn Gary played through it and refused to get surgery for his rookie season and played through it. Um, but I think Preston Smith's another interesting player to watch. See if we trade him. I think if we do trade him, save $8 million in cap space. Um, so I'm really intrigued by that. He's kind of had a quiet season. Um, definitely been up and down. Um, but, yeah, I mean, going back to this game, to kind of end on things, um, I'll let you start with this one. I'm how con- I'll, I'll, I'll do this one. How, how confident are you that the Packers win this game? I'm very confident. I would say, you know, the Rams are just too banged up, in my opinion, to beat a team as good as the Packers. That's just to me, makes the most sense. Like, the Packers are really, really good. They're the number one seed in the NFC for a reason. And just with the unknown of what Goff's going to look like at quarterback, uh, Aaron Donald is banged up. I know he says, you know, I feel great and all that stuff, but you kind of have to. 
and then just Cooper Cup's knee is banged up. It's just you you name a lot of good players on the Rams and they're banged up. So I I just don't see the Rams really being able to sustain much against the Packers. It, I do believe this could be an ugly game for the Packers. However, I'm very confident they win in one way or another. Yeah, I would. I, I'm also confident, but I'm also at the same time worried. Um, yes, the Rams are banged up, but I'm worried that they're going to come into this game overconfident um, because of this banged up team. Um, and I, I still think. That, I mean, I think certain teams like the Rams, they're going to take advantage of that situation. Um, they're going to take advantage of the situation. It's, it's going to be an offense, a Packers offense um, versus a Rams defense, uh, the defensive battle. Um, and obviously, we mentioned all the guys to watch on the offense. It has it's Cam Akers. I mean, if Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup's knee, I think, especially if Cooper Cup isn't playing, that's going to be a huge, huge load off the, so, the off the shoulders of the defense for the Packers. Um but I'm worried the Packers are going to come into this game overconfident because of all these injuries, uh, because of the banged up team. Um, but I'm still pretty confident that the Packers are going to win this game. Um, and as a score prediction, I would say 31 to 27 uh, Packers. I will go 34, 20 or 31, 24 Packers. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I don't see this being a blowout. The Rams are a good team. I think outside of the last two games for the Rams, um, the Jets and the Seahawks, um, I think the Rams have been one of the most consistent teams in the NFC. Um, I think Matt Lafleur, and in terms of Coach of the Year too, I think Matt Lafleur is a top five. But I don't think he's going to win it. Um, I think some of the Packers wins throughout the season um, haven't been that impressive to me. Uh, and we the first half of the Panthers game was amazing. Was great. Um, the second half, I mean, the Packers defense has always been a team that, um, you know, slowly starts to let guys come, like teams come back. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the most frustrating game for me to watch all season for that, for the Packers. Um, and then, I mean, then you look at the Tennessee Titans before that, before that game, I couldn't tell you who the team to beat in the NFC was. It was so tough because the Packers were up and down. The Saints were struggling in the beginning. Drew Brees was struggling in the beginning. Um, and now, now the Saints are really coming coming back at the right time. But I would say after that Titans game, and I understand the Titans defense is bottom five, bottom ten in the league right now. I um, mean, even to end the season. But the fact that they even contained Derrick Henry, I want to say it was just under 100 yards. I feel confident in saying the Packers are the team to beat in the NFC um, this year. Um, but have they been consistent? No. But I mean especially after the last two games of the Rams, just about any team, just about no team in the NFC um, that is currently in the playoffs has been consistent. I think the Rams have been the most consistent outside of their last two games, um, but they're banged up. It's going to be interesting. I don't see this as a blowout. I think we both have very reasonable scores. Um, I don't think it'll be too much of a high scoring game. Um, 31, 27, 34 to 21, or I'm sorry, what did you say? 34 to 27. 31-24 is what I was going for. 31-24, yeah. Um, it'll be interesting. So, Saturday football. Um, tomorrow at about 3.30, I want to say. Um, so, yeah. I mean, that, that's all I have. Christian, anything else you want to add? No, I'm good other than go pack. Yep, absolutely. Go pack, go. And it'll be interesting. So, 
definitely a matchup to watch. Adams versus Ramsey, a banged up Rams um, versus a team that has been hot coming off a two coming off a first round bye. Um, I, that's a, that's another thing that I'm interested to see is um, how this team's going to look coming off, off the bye. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting. Thank you all for joining us um, on the preview game for the game for the Packers tomorrow. Make sure to give us a follow on all our social media platforms at Dairy Sports. Um, and give us give my uh, Twitter page a follow personal at Sam underscore Daring 68. Christian is I love Brent Suter. Um, with that being said, thank you for joining us and go pack go.